Hi, welcome back to the Playlist of Life podcast. I'm Eliana. And I'm Molly. Today we're going to be talking about all things Taylor Swift, of course. Of course, the episode everyone has been waiting for. All of our Taylor Swift opinions, theories, favorites and least favorites on every album are all going to be right here for you to listen to. So let's get started and as with every episode, song of the week, I'm guessing you can guess the theme of this one, but Molly, you go first. So my song of the week is Bad Blood by Taylor Swift, Feed Kendrick Lamar. This song gets too much hate. Mm-hmm. I Bad Blood without him, eh. Like, it's just, it's still not the worst song of all time, like people like say it is. Like, it's I have not an that emotional bad. attachment to Bad Blood, so. But it's not that bad. But with Kendrick Lamar, it feels... You know the vibe reputation makes you feel like girl power, like you can do anything. You're so, like, just powerful. Ready to take on the world. Yeah, I feel like this song makes me feel like that. I don't know why, but, like, highly recommend if you don't know the version with Kendrick Lamar because I know a lot of people, like, don't know that version exists. But I love it. It's very just, like, fun. I love it. So do you want to say your favorite? Yeah, okay, so my one for this week is Sparks Fly, obviously Taylor Swift. Um, I've been in a really big speak now mood at the I've moment. I've been in a really big speak now mood since I started being a fan of Taylor Swift. <laughs> but basically, oh, I've really been enjoying speak now. I have this like playlist, with which I made a while ago, with like all of my favorite songs from each album. And I was listening to it on shuffle, and I was noticing that waiting for the speak now songs to come on so i decided to just kind of like start listening to speak now and i've really been enjoying it and i i like speak now but it's never been my favorite album like it is for other people that i know Mm, me (laughs) um so it was like it's fun i've been really enjoying it so in this episode we're going to get into all things taylor swift all the nitty-gritty everything you're wondering about our opinions about taylor swift right here right now so Let's get started. To begin, we're going to talk about our journey into Taylor Swift and becoming the insane fans that we are, and how that actually brought us to this podcast. So, and it actually all starts with me. Very true. I have Molly to thank for this new personality that I've acquired. Um. So a lot of people see how much we love Taylor Swift and immediately think that we've been fans since the very beginning, but actually... It was more recent. In the beginning of quarantine, in March or April of 2020, I was scrolling through TikTok. I saw one... The way this brings me to Taylor Swift is actually going to be a little (laughs) bit interesting. I saw a TikTok about One Direction. I liked it. I instantly got on One Direction and Harry Styles TikTok. Mm -hmm. And then from Harry Styles TikTok, I got some like Harry Styles Taylor Swift. And that just brought me to Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. And so... It was like, it took a while to get there. And it wasn't actually until she announced Fearless Taylor's version that exact day. I remember her really specifically. Yeah, that's like one year ago yesterday when we were recording this. That it was released. Yeah, that it was released. So the day she announced it, I saw some TikToks the night before saying, oh, Taylor Swift's going on Good Morning America tomorrow. It's going to be announcing Fearless Taylor's version. And I wasn't sure what that meant, so I had to look into like... Why she was re-recording everything. And if you don't know, the reason that she's re-recording is because she was so young when she recorded her music. And so she signed 
um, these contracts, and they basically stole her master's from her because as a minor, she didn't have her master's. She made it very clear that she wanted she wanted to buy them as soon as she was able to. And so if you're wondering, the master's is like the actual recording. So she owns the song, but the recording that's like on all these streaming services and on the CDs and vinyls, she didn't own. And so someone else, like her record label, other people own these and were selling them without her knowledge, basically. Exactly. So now she's re-recording all of the albums that she made under these previous um, management. Um, and so that she owns them. Right. So all of her albums before Lover are, are going to be Taylor's version. So she's re-recording. So she's already done Fearless and Red, and the the rest are yet to come. So going back to that. So going back, I so the next day... I remember I was specifically in gym class. I was walking the track with two of my friends, and we were on our phone, and I saw that Taylor Swift posted something on Instagram right after she posted it, actually, like 20 seconds later. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was an album announcement. And it really got me thinking how much I liked the songs that I already knew and how much I wanted to know more. And when I got home from school, I had, like, a revelation about that. (laughs) I'm, I'm really not kidding. So I literally went... I went on the calendar app and planned out that if I listened to a new album every week, there would be nine weeks until Fearless Taylor's version from that day. And so each week, I picked an album in order and just listened to the whole thing in order all week. I just, like, really soaked it all in and just got to know that whole album. And so one by one, I started liking each album more and more. And by the end, I was... Fully obsessed and ready for Fearless Taylor's version. Right on time for when it was re-recorded. So I think the fact that there were exactly nine weeks in between the announcement and the release really helped me become a Taylor Swift fan. So thank you, Taylor, for doing that. So, my Taylor Swift story is a little bit simpler than Molly's, but I'll get into it. So, I've always liked Taylor Swift's music. I actually have this very vivid memory from, like, third or fourth grade of... Taylor Swift did, like, a contest where you could win a guitar from Shake It Off. Yeah. And I just remember people in my class, like, wanting to, like, enter or something. And I think that's my earliest memory of, like, really thinking about Taylor Swift and, like, enjoying her music. I also love Bad Blood. Um, my friend Haley and I, who has been on the pod, um, loved oh, Bad Blood. There's, like, numerous videos of us screaming the lyrics. So I've always liked Taylor Swift, but I've never been a Taylor Swift fan. You've like, never been a Swiftie. Exactly. And then Molly started listening to Taylor Swift, and I was like, you know, maybe I'll give it a shot. And if you're wondering, I am the type of person who, when I like something, I really like it and kind of make it my whole personality. So I started listening, and whenever I was around Eliana, I was like, you should listen to this song. I'm obsessed with it. You should listen to this song. Like, I love it. And so that kind of got her into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because so I'm you can't be around Molly and not be listening to the same music that she is. Like, it's just not. I'm like a very music-oriented person, so it's just not possible. Right. So basically, I started listening to Taylor Swift. So Molly started listening to Taylor Swift when her first, when she announced the re-recording. Um, the re-recording. I started listening when the actual re-recording came out. I actually have a TikTok, April 9th, 2021, and it's You Belong With Me, Taylor's version, 
and I'm just seeing it in my backyard. And the caption is, I think I'm becoming a Swifty, and I blame Molly, haha. And that was the beginning of this whole saga. So that was the exact day that Fearless Taylor's version was released, which uh, we're recording this now on April 10th, 2022. So that means that that was a year ago yesterday. So after that, I really wanted to get the full Taylor Swift experience. So I started, I love podcasts. Um, so I started listening to every single album Taylor Swift podcast. So what I would do was I would spend a couple days listening to the whole album, and then once I knew the songs well enough, I'd listen to the podcast episode that corresponded with the album so I could learn a little bit more about the songs and her experience writing it and just that era in general. So that kind of really gave me the basis, and then... By the time that Red TV came out, I was fully engulfed, and it was my newest personality trait. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's how we developed our personalities, and I guess. <laughs> Taylor Swift is actually what got us here recording and with you guys listening, because in school, in our journalism class, we had an assignment to do whatever we wanted, basically, and it could be any type of media. And so, so we could write an article, record a podcast, make a video, and you could also do it on your own or with a partner. So we're such close friends, so we decided to do this project together. So Molly and I thought there was no better thing to do than ranking our favorites on Red TV. And other people um, on the newspaper staff had done their own written version, so it was kind of like us reacting. And we saw how much fun it was and how, you know, how much fun of a dynamic we had with the microphone. And, you know, starting a podcast was always something that we kind of thought would be cool. But it's nothing we ever really considered. It was just like, oh, that'd be so fun. And then just, like, dropped it. Exactly. So once we did that, we were like, you know, like, this isn't too crazy. Like, it was fun. And so, basically, Taylor Swift brought Molly and I together and it brought us to you. Here. So... We love Taylor Swift with all of our hearts, um, and I think just the reason I think that it's so easy to be a Taylor Swift fan almost is, or like, so easy to just fall in love with her music is there's so much diversity. Um, you, can, you can be a country music fan. You can, like, um, pop music. You can, like, some, I don't even know how to describe folklore and ever more, just, like, perfect music, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, there's so much of us, and then the just the lyrics are so profound and so poetic. And, and also, I just wanted to point out a lot of people you don't you can relate to this music no matter what experience in your life you're going through. It's not all breakup songs or love songs. There are songs about like struggles with mental health. There are songs about friendships. There are songs about there's a song about a house. <laughs> there are songs about anything you can possibly think of. So it's really not hard for someone to relate to one of these songs. Yeah, and I think just being able to just listen to one of her songs and feel like someone is going through the same thing that you are and that someone is, is hearing you, you know, is just such a validating feeling. Yeah. So we're going to talk about our favorite albums. Yes. So would you like to start maybe just like your top three? Okay, top three in no particular order. Reputation, Evermore, Red. See, I knew that was coming for 
from you. Reputation was a little, I didn't expect it as much. Mm-hmm. Red and Evermore, give Eliana. I think because they're both, like, fallish. Yeah, you, like, are a very fall-oriented person. I'm an autumnal. <laughs> an, at- an autumnal gal. <laughs> you are. But, okay, let me go through the top three. Like I said, no particular order. That is definitely something that I have to take a little bit of time and really think about. Um, okay, so reputation. I love the girl power. I can do anything. I'm going to go take on the world and conquer vibes. Red? Fall, I really just love. I think Red is such a beautiful album in a different way than a lot of the other ones. And I love that it's her transition from um, country to more pop. And so. Yeah, this is right in the middle. So if you like like both, it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. And then um, Evermore, I really like uh, Folklore and Evermore. I think I just really enjoy. Those are songs that. The, you know how some songs you can listen and not really hear the lyrics? Yeah. I don't... I think a lot of Taylor Swift songs, you really can't do that or, like, almost shouldn't if you want to get the most out of mm-hmm. it. But definitely Folklore and Evermore are that way. But I did find myself gravitating towards Evermore a little bit more, um, just in general. So those are my top three. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your reactions to my top three. So my top three are... There's only one song that overlap, one album that overlaps between our two. So my top three actually do have a very particular order. My third favorite is Reputation. I love how, like, girl boss this is. It makes you feel so powerful. Take on the world, like Aliana said. Um, one, of, one of our friends, Haley, who was a guest star on a different episode, um, that has been her favorite album since it was released. And so she kind of convinced me to like this album. And whenever I'm just like, whenever I need to feel confident, this is an instant confidence booster. Specifically songs like Don't Blame Me, like just very powerful. So next is my number two is Speak Now. I love Speak Now. Speak Now has been my favorite song album since I first started listening to her albums. Um, but my number one song my number one album bumped it down just one spot. I love Speak Now. I love the, how do I even say this? The innocence in her voice, in her voice, no pun intended. <laughs> um, love the song Innocent too, but I just love how like, not naive, but just how young and like hopeful her voice sounds. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics are really complex, which for an 18 or 19 year old, just thinking about how she was putting these feelings into words at such a young age like the song dear john specifically how does she write that at 18 i can't even like fathom how that's possible um and then my favorite is folklore whenever i'm stressed whenever i have any minor life convenience folklore 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 these lyrics are so deep and interesting and i just love like dwelling on every single word in this album it's Originally, I didn't like it for the first, like, from when it came out in July of 2020 to probably April or May of 2021, um, I really did not like this album. It was my least favorite album. I thought it was so boring. (laughs) That's so funny to hear you say. I know. I thought it was so boring. Now, if someone says it's boring, I might, like, get a little mad, maybe more (laughs) than a little, um... But, so I started listening to it in, like, May, and ever since then, I just, like, fell in love with it. 
when I listened to when I watched the Long Pond Studio se- sessions, I got even I fell even more in love with this album. Hearing her describe what every song is about, some songs I couldn't really I didn't know exactly what they were about like word for word, but this really like cleared things up. I highly recommend if you haven't listened. And so that really made it my favorite album. And now like favorite album of all time. I've I checked my Apple Music um replay i've listened to it over 350 times so far in 2022 (laughs) which is a little bit of a problem just the deluxe version and over 100 times for the regular version okay so you know maybe a little bit obsessive just a little just a little so now for our the fun part we're gonna go through every album and we're gonna do our favorite and least favorite or like one of our favorites and one of our least favorites because we love all of them and there's some that Missed the mark a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's start with, straight from the beginning, 2006, Taylor Swift. Wow. Her first album, self-named, debut album. Right after I was born. (laughs) And I love this album. Like, I feel like this is so underrated. It's definitely, I think it's, I think it's my fourth favorite. Like, I didn't want to put it in top three, but it's up there. And that's not, not. For a lot of people, it's definitely not up there, but I just love it so much. And to think that she was like, how old was she? What, 16 when this came out? 15? Like, that's insane, you know? And so, I just feel like, just thinking about, like Molly was saying, she was so young, but these songs are so beautiful. And I really, the fake country accent you gotta laugh at at some point. I love it. But I love it, and I just, I love this these um, songs. So... I like these songs part of the year. When it's like April, May, June, I'm really like This is such vibing. a May, humid outside, late night vibe. It is. And I think during the rest of the year, I really forget about this album a lot. So it's very low in my album ranking. But like around this time of year, I always start to appreciate it more. Okay. Least favorite on this album. Let's start with that. I can start. I think I've made my decision. All right. So my least favorite, I would say, is Cold As You. i not a big fan. I don't even know why. It's just boring. It doesn't... If you ask me right now what the tune of the song was, I could probably... I couldn't even sing the chorus. <laughs> like, this song is an I instant could. skip for me. I really am not a big fan. I like a lot of her other songs, but this one in particular, it's just not... Not my thing. Okay. This is so hard for me. I truly cannot, I truly cannot pick one. Oh my goodness. Mm. I literally say our song. What? Is there something wrong with you? (laughs) I really feel like, okay, or Teardrops of My Guitar Pop version. There's something wrong with you. (laughs) I was thinking of our song as one of my favorites. That, it's probably that or, well, I'll get to what I actually chose in a minute. But that was probably my top three on this album and i think there's something wrong with you now i literally trying to like stay away (laughs) i love this album so much and i literally can't pick a least favorite but if i had to i'd literally say our song i would say our song is top it's just a little bit overplayed for me but favorite is every song on this album let's see i have a favorite it oh no 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 least favorite perfectly good heart okay yeah yeah um, my favorite is actually a bonus track. It's I'm Only Me When I'm With You. Because, I love this song. Let me just explain. This song, think Camp Rock, Lemonade Mouth, 
Um, You're so right. Princess Protection Program. All of those Disney Channel original Disney movies. Channel yes. original movies. When they get out of bed, they like pull the sheets down, they get out of bed, start <laughs> singing, smiling, happy, best day of your life. This song is the soundtrack to that. <laughs> so part of true. A movie. Like the two best friends who like grown up together and like always have their like mornings together before school or whatever. Yeah, this song gives that so much, and I'm so here for it. Whenever I hear the song, I imagine that's what my life is. And, like, thank you, Taylor Swift, for doing that to me because I appreciate it so much. Okay. I really like Tied Together with a Smile. Mm. I really like A Place in This World. And I really like Mary's song. I, don't I know love why, Mary's song. But I just feel like the thought of these two little kids growing up together, falling in love, having a life together is so beautiful so and i, I just am wanna, a hopeless romantic so that song just i love i would love to see i would love to see like a short film mary song i of, like two people growing up together oh my god the cutest thing i ever. just had an idea if anyone wants to start a tiktok trend if you had like someone in your childhood who's like your childhood best friend you grow up together and like fall in love when you're older that should be a tiktok trend yeah I won't be able to participate, but if anyone else wants to start it, I will like every single one of those videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you want to start it. Or, like, if you have, um, like, an, I don't know, like, an 80th, 80, that's a lot, like, a 50th wedding anniversary or something. Yeah. And you, and you make, like, a montage of your, like, from the moment you were kids and grew up together all the way to, like, 80 and 82, because that's what the song says, with a song in the background. I, love I would love so that. Much. So if anyone wants to do that, I would be here for it. Please tag us. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Next album, Fearless. We're doing Fearless Taylor's version, of course, not regular Fearless. So my least favorite song on this album. It's kind of expected, but Superstar. I just have never been able to get yeah. into this song. It's not bad per se, but it's just not as good as any of the others because this is a really good album. It's just not doing it for me. It's just a little underwhelming, to be honest. Yeah, I don't really love The Best Day. It's, like, fine. Again, I'm starting to stay away from you and think <laughs> there might be something wrong with you because that's in my top ten of this album, which really? is 26 songs, so that's saying something. Okay, you're going to hate me. My favorite one is Hey, Stevens. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I might hate you. Um, I, It's not a bad song. It's just not the best. <laughs> Okay, but that's not including um, vault tracks. So favorite vault tracks are um, Mr. Perfectly Fine, That's When, Bye Bye Baby, You All Over Me. That's like all of them? I know. I don't like We Were Happy or Don't You are not my favorite vault tracks. My favorite vault track is Mr. Perfectly Fine. Mm -hmm. It is so fun. I specifically remember last summer when me and my friend were tubing on lake powell and we both were scared we were gonna fall off so we just closed our eyes and started screaming the lyrics to this song <laughs> such I, good vibes i actually such saw vibes. i actually saw that trend earlier today but so we were screaming the lyrics of this song until we fell off and then i ended up falling off and thought i dislocated my shoulder <laughs> but i was completely fine um but i just love that song that's the thing about taylor swift songs is like you, you form memories around yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. You you correlate them with memories, and they just become such an integral part of, like, who you are almost. Yeah. 
But, so that's my favorite vault track, but my favorite song is actually The Other Side of the Door. I, I do like. I love the outro. I love the lyrics. I think this song is so cute. It's so, like, fun. I just love it. All right. Speak Now. Deluxe edition? Yeah. Um, least favorite? Oh, I know what I'm going to say. Superman? I don't have anything against Superman, to be honest. It's, like, fine. Least favorite? None of the above. Favorite? All of the above. I, there's not a song in this album I do not like. I was looking through it earlier. There's actually not a song that I dislike in any capacity. My favorites are probably Dear John, Enchanted, Last Kiss, Never Grow Up, I Love But Hate. I, I have love the, it, but I wouldn't, like, listen I when I find myself listening to listening to it, I start like crying so <laughs> un- incredibly hard to the point where if I could listen to it more, I would because I love the song. But I can't listen to it because I just am not in the mood to cry that hard. <laughs> the hardest I probably cried was to that song. Oh my goodness! So I just can't bring myself to do it. So I that's really why like, I have a love hate relationship with that song. I really like if this was a movie. Dear John, sparks fly. Speak Now is Innocent, also really good, the title track. Just literally all of them. All, all of the above. This is I, so hard. Okay. On to Red. We're doing Red Taylor's version. I. Hmm. Okay. I'm ready. So, my least favorite, people are actually going to hate me for this. I have two. One of them is Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. I'm sorry. It's, it's boring. It's boring. I, There's I, nothing I to it compared I, to the rest of the album. It's not a bad song. But, like, when you compare that to, like, All Too Well and Nothing New, like, it doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, literally. Um, the other one, specifically on the Taylor's version, because before Taylor's version was released, when I did listen to the regular version, I haven't listened to it since, but before I liked this song, but we are never, ever getting back together. No, it sounds like kids bop. Yeah, just a little. I feel like knowing what Taylor Swift can do, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, for another artist, this could be, like, a really good song. For Taylor Swift, just comparatively, it's it just doesn't meet the mark. It just feels a little kids boppy to me. I think, I think either we're never get yeah we're never getting back together is my least favorite. Favorite is so hard. I have a top two. All, because okay, all too well ten minute version. Come back, be here. Mm-hmm. And then better man, nothing new. Basically okay. all of them, but like I really really like better man. Just like the idea of like. If you were a better, if man, you were a better person, we would have been together. And it sounds so like bratty almost, but it's really not. It's just coming from a place of like, I now know what I'm worth, and you are not allowed to push me around anymore because you are not a good enough person for me to spend my time on. And I just think that's like so powerful. Yeah. Um. So I have two favorites. These are actually both in my top five t- Taylor Swift songs of all time. So I really couldn't pick. All Too Well 10 Minute Version is definitely up there. It's my number one song of all time so far, which is kind of scary, <laughs> considering it's a 10 minute song and it came out less than six months ago. Um, So I love that song. And my other one is Nothing New. I love I feel like we're sensing a little bit of a trend because Nothing New and This Is Me Trying are two of my favorite songs <laughs> of all time. But if you like it, you like it. The, the all I'm going to say. Exactly. All right. On to 1989. 1989. Favorite? 
you were in love. My favorite. I have. You can go. I wish you would. Neither of those are up there for me. So I kind of have six favorites. All right, let's hear them. Um, so my number one is Out of the Woods. I love this song, all things about this song. My next is Wonderland, which is a ball track. Mm, I don't... Not my fave. Keep going. Not your fave? No. This is kind of scaring me a little bit, <laughs> just like finding out Our, all this I know. Now. Maybe we're not as close friends as we thought. Yeah, what? Um, Wonderland, I love. New Romantics deserve to be on the album, not just a bonus track. One of the best songs of all time right mm-hmm. there. I just like the even the beginning like just all of it like everything about this song just I hear the first 10 seconds I'm like yes <laughs> full yes um, all right wait that was only three. Oh, <laughs> sorry I'm getting there um another one clean I love the whole idea of you're clean from this relationship you're free yeah. you're I just love the idea style I am a Harry Styles fan I love it's so fun so upbeat I can't not like it and finally, this love. I love how romantic it is because I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> All right, let's go to rap. Okay. So my least favorite, I would say, is either So It Goes or Dress. I can't even explain why. I love both of these songs, but I just... Uh, yeah, not so as good as the rest. Like fine for me. Um, favorite, Endgame? I love Endgame. I know people don't like it, but it's one of my favorite songs. I love it. News Day. Getaway car. Those are my top three, actually. Look what you made me do. Those four. Yeah, look what you made me do isn't as high, but I just, you need to appreciate how iconic it is. You have to appreciate how iconic it is, and like if you put it on at the right vibe, like if you're like getting ready. Okay, the best time to listen to like you look what you made me do. You have so much time to get ready. You're getting ready for some event that you're really excited to or go to. Or you're blasting music in a car. You're hyping yourself up. Yes. Or driving down to like the beach or into the city windows windows down down on the highway or like on an open road so good this song i actually disliked at first and my mom i was talking to her the other day she really did not like this album specifically this song then she found out the whole backstory and now it is like one of her favorites i think this song when you appreciate that it's her coming back from everything that happened with getting so much hate online having to disappear for over a year Mm -hmm. um just coming back like look what you made me do now i'm a better person because of it so like the most i one of the most iconic things taylor so just ever did is take the hate that she got online and everyone calling her a snake and coming back with and making it her brand entirely snakes snakes, and then coming on the rep tour and being on like snakes everywhere like yeah too it's just so powerful to show you can't hurt me Anything you'll say, I'll just use it like, to better myself. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Lover? My favorite is Daylight. Any Miss day Americana of the week. Miss and the Heartbreak Prince. Okay. Or um, The Archer. When you find, when anyone finds out that my fa- favorite movie of all time is Mamma Mia, it makes sense that Daylight is my favorite. Yeah, it song. gives the similar vibes. They're both just hopeless romantic, so cute, so precious. I just love. Let's make a count of how many times Molly said hopeless romantic in this one podcast episode. Because it really <laughs> just embodies who she is it and her Taylor Swift music taste. And then my least favorite, not a surprise, me. You need to, me and you need to calm down. Yeah. Just overplay. I actually don't mind not you need bad. to calm down. Neither are like bad the, per se, the, but like no. For you need to calm down, I like the message. So do I. And I don't. I actually. I like the message of both of them, but Mm -hmm. just 
too overplayed, too, like, me, it's just, like, eh. it's, like, kids bop again. Yeah. It's, uh, it, we know can, that she could do better. She can do better, exactly. Okay. Folklore. Last two. Folklore. Let's Least go. favorite, absolutely none of the above. This album I love with my entire heart. I don't, I don't think I have every bone in my body is saying this album is the best album no ever written by favorite. anyone. I have no least favorite. My favorite, I would have to say, this is me trying because it's my favorite song of all time by anyone ever. Mm. Um, but Mirrorball is actually close second. It's my number three Taylor Swift song of all time, and it's just right. It's up there with this is me trying. Favorite, Last Great American Dynasty. Something about this song is like almost like nostalgic. Yeah. When I start to listen to it. And then Hoax. I, I love Hoax. And then The Lakes, I think, is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It deserves to be more than a bonus track. I love it so much. This is me trying. I just want to talk about one more time because everyone who knows <laughs> me has heard me talk about the part towards the end where there are echoes on top of each other. It sounds like they're the instrumentals and the different echoes. Everything sounds like it's conflicting sounds and to me it just perfectly describes and makes you hear what's going on in someone's head when they're so overwhelmed and it feels like so much is happening at once they don't know what to do they're so like just anxious and overwhelmed and this song purpose like specifically like encompasses all of that specifically in that one part and so I just think it's perfect and there's no way that song could get any better ever so and lastly evermore okay I I can't think of I have a least favorite. favorite. You do? I don't I I don't closure maybe. I just yeah. don't, I don't like the beginning. It's pots and pans. Yeah, literally. Pots and pans. That's all I'm going to say. I just I can't listen to it. It's an, a skip every time. That's the only one, but it just it's too like I hear that sound when I'm in the kitchen cooking. Like I don't <laughs> need more of it. Um okay. It gives me a headache. Like I don't need any more of it. Thank you, Taylor though. Um, I'd say favorites, literally the the bonus tracks. Um, I right love where both. you left me. It's time to go. But then also, champagne problems for me is my favorite. I understand the bridge, which I don't think is something many people have said, and I just love it. It's so cute. I I'm gonna say hopeless romantic one more time. <laughs> um, but I love it. So my favorite. Um, one of my very favorites is Marjorie. I love it so much, and I just love the... It's such a sad song about, you know, missing someone who you've lost. But it's just, like, I. it's so beautiful, and I just love it so much. And I just... I think so much of Taylor Swift's songs are simultaneously her sharing her struggles, her sharing what she's been through, her sharing her hopes, her sharing... But also, almost her wishes for our next generation for people to come i, I mean miss really americana's song um the young, only the young only the young and you could just tell that taylor swift has so much hope for the future and i have songs like marjorie and even never grow up or just her saying you know these are the things that i wish i had done and I want you to learn from me. And I think that's beautiful. I think her music in general, she's writing this music for not only for herself, but mainly for other people, for the next generation of people to relate to these songs, to listen to them, to grow from them, to learn from them. And it's like almost like a diary, like her giving her advice to all of us. And so I like really appreciate it. Yeah, so thank you, Taylor. I love you. <laughs> we love you. We know you're uh-huh. listening. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, 
we hope you enjoyed this episode. It has been super fun for us. Obviously, our favorite thing to do is just talk about Taylor Swift all day long. If you want to let us know some of your opinions, let us know on Instagram. Let us know by DMing us, commenting. Maybe we'll put some polls on our stories. But just let us know. We're really curious to hear. All right. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you back here again next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.